0: Hello, and welcome to OU's Nach Yomi. You can find this year posted at OUradio.org. Slash nach or on my website, Ericlevy.com under the recording section. Hi, this is Rabbi Eric Levy, and I'm pleased to bring to you Chapter 29 of the Book of Eov. Vayosef Eov Sait Mishalo Vayomar. And Eov continued to raise or once again raised his mashal, that is, he once again speaks in the lofty style of wisdom literature, saying, This begins a three chapter speech by Eov, <clears throat> and this chapter is fairly straightforward. Eov wishes his predicament was different, but as opposed to the Eov of the discourse, who mostly wanted to die, rather than suffer, Eov wishes things would go back to the way they used to be, rather than suffer. Not only because those were the good and happy times, but because he behaved in an exemplary way. He was a leader of men, and a fine one at that. This allows him to demand, in a non-confrontational way, that he deserves better treatment than God has been giving him. If only I could have the months of old, meaning I wish I could turn back the clock, to the days where God looked after me. Bihilo Nero Roshi La when he shone his light upon my head, accompanied by his light, I could walk in the darkness. Eob is very confident that Back in the good old days, God had a very positive involvement in his life. Like I was in the days of my youth when the counsel of God was over my tent or over my family. Khorpi is Aramaic for, for early, and as I mentioned before, Aholi, the Arabic word Ahal means family, and I think that's the sense here rather than just a tent, or a tent is a symbol for the family that lives there. When Shaddai, that is God, was still with me and all around my servants, or my children. When I washed my feet in buttermilk and Tzor, meaning either either he's referring to God, or perhaps he means literally rocks, would pour out... Rivulets of oil upon me. So as they say, those were the good old days. Uh, but the last line is not just a recollection of the wealth and glory of sitting around while your feet gets, uh, you know, you get a, a a nice buttermilk treatment for your feet, and you get oil poured upon your head. But it's really a segue into the reason that God shone His light on Eov and why He protected Eov and his children and hovered over him. The anointing of oil essentially introduces Eov as a leader. As we will see, he was a leader of his his people, and this is how he behaved when he was their leader. shar Ale karet achin moshavi when I would go out to the gates of the city and I would establish my seat in the main square. A few items that, uh, to note here. One is the gate of the city was where the courts met in the ancient Near East. The word karet means it's like kirya in Hebrew which means a city in Arabic as well. Uh, in modern Hebrew rechov means street but in biblical Hebrew it means the town square from the word rachav or wide which it was usually just inside the city gates and where commerce was done and judgments were essentially done and, and where, you know, everything had really happened. The young men would see me and hide, meaning hide their face in awe and respect while I was on my way to take my seat of authority in the main square, and even elders would rise and remain standing. Nobles were speechless as they placed their palms to their mouths, upping the rank step by step by step. The voice of princes were silenced as their tongues stuck to their palates, to the roofs of their mouths. Why all this rock star-like awe and admiration? Why all of God's favor? Because of what Eov asserts the way Eov asserts that he behaved because of the things that he says he did. He ozen shame'ah va v'ayin ra'ata vate'i'deni. When ears would hear, they would praise me. When eyes would see, they would acclaim me. And what was it that they heard and what was it that they saw? Hi amalit ani mishave'a lo because i would free the supplicating poor note that it says mishavea not mishavea and the helpless orphan the vi atom lo ozerlo what was only hinted at before is now clear. Eov was not just a man of industry. He was a judge and a leader of his people. And by his testimony, he was a great one. The blessing of the lost ones would come to me, meaning after I treated their case and I saved them from being lost, I would cause the hearts of the widows to sing out in joy. Vayil basheini kimi'il vitzaniv mishpati. I wore righteousness, and it was worn upon me. My justice was like a cloak and a turban. Enayim hayiti Haiti vraglayim la piseach ani. I was a blind man's eyes, and it was me, ani who was a crippled man's legs. I was a father to the needy. If I didn't know about a dispute, I would investigate it, which means either that he would search out private disputes and make sure that they were tried fairly and publicly, or if a case did come before him uh, and he wasn't familiar with it, he would investigate it in order to make a just decision. mitaleot aval And I would break the fangs of the sinner and exact the prey, extract, sorry, extract the prey from his teeth. The main focus was, of course, in helping the downtrodden, but in the very last verse he says, not only did I help the poor, but I was not afraid of confronting the powerful if they did the wrong thing, if necessary. Based on all those good things that I did, Eob says, this is what I expected. Omar, So I figured. Im kini egvar vechachor arbe yamim. I would die in my own nest, and I would increase in years, or I, I would increase my years like sand. Notice that he says, bad; that is, he would have control over the increased years, because he expects a one-for-one correspondence between the good that he does and the reward that God brings to him in direct response to that. Now, Eov talks about the way he behaved as a ruler and the respect that he received. Sure-shape. My roots were open on the water and the dew, or on the moisture really, and the dew would spend the night in my branches. Now, the last times Eov used a tree as a metaphor, it was a very, very negative metaphor. The tree was uprooted, its roots dried out, but here the metaphor is the opposite, and that I think demonstrates the evolution of Eov. Uh, in his thinking, the tree is alive. It's verdant. It's refreshed daily during the day and during the night. Kavodi chadash, kavodi chadash, imadi biadi tachalif. My honor was always renewed with me, and my bow in my hand was always exchanged. This is the resolution of the metaphor from the previous verse about the tree. Even though we are, we still have some metaphoric speech here. The meaning is that just like a tree is, re- just like a tree which is refreshed by day with the water. In the soil, and by night it 's refreshed with the dew every new day, my capabilities were as strong and capable as they were the day before. not like and now getting back to the metaphor it 's not like a, a new metaphor it 's not like a bow like a bow from a bow and arrow that gets weaker and weaker every time it 's drawn and loosed every time it is strung and unstrung Li sha vi. The Y de lemo atsati to me they waited to listen they stayed silent for my sage advice are devari lo yishnu va. Tof milati. After I spoke, no review was necessary. On them, my words dripped. More of a metaphor. Again, this beautiful tree, maybe with uh, the fruit or the the the, uh, the the water coming out of it. But then he shifts into a whole new metaphor, as if he's the rain itself. They waited for me as if I was the rain. They opened their mouths to the rainfall. A beautiful image of thirsty people with their heads turned upward and mouth wide open to catch the life-giving rain. That I would laugh at them, they would never believe it. And the light of my face would never make theirs fall. Meaning, not only do I treat the helpless justly, not only was I tough on oppressors, but this new idea means I never mistreated or mocked the helpless either. Evachar rosh. I chose, I guided their way and as a result I sat at their head and I dwelt as a king of their troops and I comforted the mourners when they needed it. This may be a literal definition, that is, maybe as a leader of men, including a leader of men in times of war, he led them, and when necessary, he comforted them, because there are inevitably mourners and bereft. Or perhaps he means it metaphorically, that is, he may be saying, listen, I wasn't born into this job, the reason why I got this job, I was placed ahead of the people, is because I acted in the right way, and as a result, they chose me, and they put me as their leader, and I returned their favor by not forgetting about them, but in fact, by comforting them them in their times of need. Now, as we look back at this chapter, there is a temptation to say, wow, what an egotist. This man does nothing wrong. I have never seen a more superior leader of people. Now, the truth is, though, first of all, his life is on the line, so it's not exactly a time for false modesty. If he did all these positive things, then he needs to say he did all these positive things. But really, I think the point is slightly different. I think that Eov, by portraying himself in this way as a just leader. And not only that, but he uses words like lishkon, to dwell, tzlakao mishpat, justice and, and, and righteousness. He's using words that are very often used by God, which means he's trying to remind God of his responsibilities. That is, if I, Eov, behaves in the way that you, God, commanded, and you used to reward, then certainly you, God, should do the same. This speech is, without question, more positive than we've seen before. There's none of the chutzpah that we've seen before. He's trying to indirectly demonstrate that God should be treating him in a different way. In addition, I think he needs to say what he has to say is, is, is because Eliphaz has condemned him as the worst kind of leader a few chapters back, and therefore Eov had at some point, even though the discourse is over, to set the record straight. In any event, this is the first of three chapters, each chapter neatly divided into a different point. So the point here is, I wish that things were the way they were. The point being, because those were good times, but also because I behaved in a, in the righteous way, Not just because I, I felt by myself it was the right thing to do, but because God commanded me to do things the right way. And thus, why should I expect any less from God?